You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Athletics on the road taking on the White Sox. Bob Melvin and his club trying to snap a four-game skid. We pick up the action in the first. Mike Pelfrey facing Chris Davis with the man on. Here's Davis for swings high and deep to center field. This charge, this could go. Angle at the track, 2-0 Oakland. For Davis is 19. And basically it was saying hit me. And he hit it and he didn't miss it. No, no. And Joyce over two with the strikeout and the pop out to third. And the 3-2 to Matt. This is hit high and deep to right center field. This has got a charge in it. And that's going to go to the bridge. As Joyce makes it a 3-0 lead for Oakland. One ball, one strike. The 1-1 to Tim Anderson. A tap in front of the home plate area. Gloved by the catcher tag, Tim Anderson. He just threw out Tim Anderson. And now Renteria coming out to talk to Wolf. And on that particular play, I think what happened for me, Tim Anderson hit the ball. Thought it was a foul ball, so he wasn't going to run. Even though it's still close to in play, I think the frustration. Renteria's gone now, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, comes Melvin and the catcher going out to check on Jerome Cotton. I hope he's okay. The trainer's coming out, too. He's got a uh, cut on his finger. I know that. Well, he's going to have to leave. But now he's going out. Alonso out. One ball, two strikes, and the one-two to Matt Davidson. High and deep to center. Does it happen up? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's caught at the wall, and that does it. The A's come to Chicago and win the first of three as they beat us and shut us down 3 nothing. Darren. Santiago Casilla with his 12th save as the A's snap a four-game skid, winning at 3 nothing. Jarrell caught in the win, going five-plus scoreless frames. He had to leave the game, though, in the sixth with a blister on his right thumb. Chris Davis finishes with two hits and two RBIs. The White Sox blanked by the A's. Manager Rick Renteria spoke after. I, I, I thought he did. I mean, I was... Came off the bat pretty good, and I thought, uh, here it is, but obviously uh, just a little short. Where were you? Were you in your office? Yeah, I was watching in the clubhouse, actually, in the middle of the clubhouse with, uh, with all my friends. That, that whole ejection had everyone kind of puzzled. What was your thought on it? Uh, you know, again, I, I think we, we've talked about it before. I don't want to get in trouble. Just you know, the the, the players have an emotion. They're 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 battling, and uh, um, just think we just need to grow a little thicker skin. That's all. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you or Tim think the ball was foul? Was that the issue there? He, he, he thought it was. Yes, he thought it was foul. Okay. It's something too kind of rare for Tim, who's a very even keel, mild yes. manner kind of guy, and that's why everyone's like, "What the heck happened?" Yeah, I mean there was. Yeah, it, it happened kind of quick. I, I started walking out, and I was too late, obviously. But, uh, I mean, things like that happen. Um, you know, in the heat of the battle, everything, you know, your emotions are, are, are flying high, so it happens. I think the, the replay showed Tim kind of, like, went to go adjust his helmet, but did the umpire, did he think that Tim was, like, pointing to his head on that? Uh, no, okay. I don't think so. You've been talking about him about you know dealing with you know frustration. Do you feel yeah. like this was a situation with that, or totally removed from? No, totally removed. I, I think it was just a just a normal baseball situation. And you know, again, I think whether you're managing or playing, or you you think a play went a certain way and and it's called a different way, and uh, you disagree. I think we should be allowed to be disagreeable without getting tossed. I think you know it's. Um, Again, emotions get, you know, go high, 
uh, for everybody, including the umpires. You know, they're they're out there trying to do their job, but um, I just the players are the ones that are should be you know deciding the the fate of their club, and and I think uh, you know we all need to understand that the emotions that coaches, players experience uh, should be weathered a little bit better. That's all. So with Tim that being overly demonstrative and that I mean, you thought it might have been a little quick. <laughs> yeah, I did. Did you would have maybe gotten tossed anyways on that? I guess the next play was Sanchez got was called out at second. Looked like he was safe in the replay. Uh, you know, I those plays as they develop and they're reviewed, um, it's kind of hard to to kind of get out there and, and you know argue with all those. Uh, I think we've all kind of trust and and you know depend on the the reviewing system to make as good a call as they possibly can. Um, doesn't mean you have to like it. Uh, so in the end, you know. As far as I'm concerned today, uh, we kept ourselves in the ball game. Apart from all of that, we kept ourselves in the game. I thought uh, the relief did a nice job keeping us there. Um, we just didn't have any, uh, we didn't create a whole lot of uh, offense. Uh, we had uh, the leadoff hitter, I think, uh, in the last three or four innings on base. But we weren't able to get a whole lot going. So uh, basically, that's the. That's the storyline. And again, you know, we, we had the potential tying run at the plate and uh, the go-ahead run in the on-deck circle. And, uh, you know, we got it going there a little bit at the end and just fell a little short. Over pitch and ninth, is that a situation similar to Pelfrey? The yes, it was. We held, we held him back uh, from his side today uh, so that um, if this particular type of situation arose, we could use him. And he, was, he did a nice job. I think he threw 11 pitches. You know, I thought Deitch did a nice job for two-plus. He stayed under 30. He threw like 26 or 27 pitches, so he's he's still good for us. Um, and everybody else, like I said, <clears throat> the, I thought the relief did a nice job of keeping it there. Even Palf kept us in the game. I mean, um, you know, the the uh, situation for him right there and, and for us was I just didn't want it to get out of hand, and, and uh, fortunately it worked out. Thank you. You're welcome. Up next, the series against the Athletics continues on Saturday with James Shields on the Hill. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.